another one yes sir let's get it i'm justin i'm deshaun and you are listening to out of my league podcast episode 13 yeah man hey man 13 episodes in we are out here we really going up man really going up man how's your weekend man that was good man that was good my boy curry had a b-day hey, hey. yo shout out to me <laughs> my guy <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you kindly, thank you kindly. It was good, man. I appreciate y'all, you know, showing love, support. I appreciate all my friends coming out. Not all of them, mm-hmm. obviously, but just enough. We were still social distancing, sure. of yeah. course. Had, you know, some good food, mm-hmm. hung out for a little bit, watched the fight yeah, over the weekend. A good time, yeah. yeah, it was a good time, man. I appreciate it. Glad to be back in the seat, though, man, because we got a lot of stuff to get to today, man. For sure. I'm going to go ahead and get in my reporter bag real quick and get these NFL takes off, though. Something new, something new. Cowboys and Dak Prescott fail to reach a long-term contract agreement before 4 p.m. deadline today, meaning that he will sign the franchise tender. Whose fault is it? We don't know yet, but we'll discuss. Miles Garrett signs a five-year, $125 million deal with the Browns. Derrick Henry signed a four-year, $50 million contract with the Titans. And Chris Jones signed a four-year, $85 million extension with the Chiefs, adding to the dynasty. We also have the Redskins after 87 years changing the name see how i react to that and last but not least cam newton says we're getting another cam that we've never seen before not even him so you know i gotta talk about my dog start with Dak prescott man how you feel so Dak, and i've been saying this for months now i do not believe that the dallas cowboys are 100 percent sold on Dak prescott before we get into that how's my reporter back that was good. That was nice. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that. that you can nice. continue. Yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank, thank, thank you for your permission. <laughs> oh, my, you. my bad. Yeah. My, my yeah. bad, Chief. My thank, bad, Thank Chief. you for your permission. That, that's on me. That's <laughs> on me. <laughs> no, nah, but, uh, you know, I've been saying it for months. I don't think that the Dallas Cowboys, I don't think they're sold on them, right? I just, I feel like if you, if this is your franchise guy, you make him happy, right? He wants four years instead of five years. Give him the four years. The Cowboys, what they want to do is they want to spread that money out a little bit more. So they want the five-year deal. Dak is like, no, I want another bite of the apple. Give me four years. You know what I mean? He's he's been making less than five mil per year since he's been in the league. That's trash. And he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. This is the, the point in time where Dak is really trying to cash in and he's not taking less than what he wants. And his agent is obviously pushing that. However, like we talked about last pod, he really messed up when he said he was going to sign that franchise tender. Yep. That's where he lost all his leverage right then and there. Yep. I think right then, right there is when he was zipped up. Yep. It was set in stone and... As we've heard from multiple reports, the Cowboys haven't even talked to Dak Prescott about any contract extension yeah. over the past couple of weeks. Although today they did speak briefly before the deadline and try to hammer out something, but nothing was going to happen. Yeah, nothing was going to happen and nothing did happen. And I agree with you. I don't think that they're sold. I don't think Andy Dalton is the answer, obviously, but they paid everyone else. Everybody to me, else. they gave everyone else the money. Demarcus mm-hmm. Lawrence, Zeke, Amari. The offensive line, offensive linebacker. Line. Yeah, like they all got money. So why can't you take care of the leader of the franchise? Exactly. The one that's supposed to lead your team. Exactly. The one who played like a top 10 quarterback all last mm-hmm. year. And it's unfortunate because 
Dak Prescott deserves that contract. He does. He deserves the he contract. Does. If Jared Goff can get the money, Carson Wentz can get the money. All right, we're not Dak gonna, Prescott all right, should all right, be able to get the uh, money. Hold up. No not. disrespect to Carson <laughs> Wentz. No, no, hold up. No disrespect to Carson Wentz. Yeah. We get it. Okay. But Dak Prescott deserves a long term contract. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I think I think the Cowboys are set. They're like their number is set. They're like, hey, you know, we're not going above this number. And Dak is like, no, this is where I want the money to be. And I just don't understand why the Cowboys can't just like, okay, we're going to give you a four-year deal and we're going to give you a lot more guaranteed money. It just doesn't make much sense. I feel like Dak is running into a Kirk Cousins situation. Yeah. Where if he's franchised this year and next year, he'll make his money. Well, He'll, he'll make some good money. I feel like Dak, if he, if he get, so he's getting franchised obviously this year, he mm-hmm. didn't, they don't reach a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. But next year, I I find it a highly, highly, Highly unlikely that they they franchise he, him again. Yeah, no, that he signs the franchise tag next year. He can he can literally sit out and just say, "Hey, I'm not I'm not coming to OTAs. I'm not coming to training camp. I'm not even playing a regular season until you give me my money, like Zeke did this past year." I don't think Dak is gonna finish his career as a Cowboy. I think something like that this. Makes sense. Yeah, like I said, I think he's headed down the Kirk Cousins path. Mm-hmm. If he gets franchised this year, which it looks like he will be, mm-hmm. and if he gets franchised next year because they don't come to a long-term deal, mm-hmm. they can't do it for a third year. Mm-mm. And he'll be free to go and make big money elsewhere. How big of an open market do you think Dak Prescott has? Dual-threat quarterback. One one knock on Dak is, you know, once you get him off his first read, he he tends to struggle a little bit. Um, agreed, agreed. I, I feel as though you're right. In, in the terms of he would not finish his career as a Dallas Cowboy. I don't see it. But I, I do find it highly unlikely. Let's, so he's going to probably sign his franchise tender this year. Mm-hmm. Next year, he's a free agent, unrestricted. So he can just leave. You know what I mean? Like, they can offer him a franchise tag, mm-hmm. but he can say, I'm not signing it. And he'll be a free agent in his open pool next year. Who says that, you know, the Saints next year, Drew Brees leaves, you telling me Sean Payton would have won Dak Prescott in that offense with Michael Thomas and, and Alva Kamara and those guys? No. Or are you you telling me, you know, another team like, let's say the Bears, they get rid of Trubisky and they need a, a quarterback there to run that system with Matt Nagy up in Chicago? Like, teams like that are really intriguing because they fit his, his skill set. And they have coaches that will put him in position to, to really thrive. I'm going to throw the Saints out just because they got my man Famous Jameis. Who cares? Watch your mouth. Who cares? Watch your mouth. One-year one contract. 30-30 club, man. Holla at me. Yeah, them interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> them interceptions are tough. Hey, we was up there, though. Believe that. Both ways. But, nah, in all yeah. seriousness, if he does sign the franchise mm-hmm. standard, which we assume he is this year, yeah. and next year they can't mm-hmm. come to a long-term agreement, I could see them offering another franchise standard, and that would be in the same Kirk Cousins situation. They can't do it for a third year. Mm-hmm. At that point, to me, would it be beneficial for him to get that much more money? Because it's going to only go up. Yeah. So I could see him going to another team, but I guess it just depends on how big his market is. And I could see a team like the Bears. I could see a team like the Jags. Easy. Dak Prescott, in a lot of teams' eyes, like I said, a lot of one-read you know, throws mm-hmm. and things like that. But he's still a pretty good quarterback. You know what I mean? He had good numbers. Yeah, he, he's like, still a pretty good quarterback. And I feel like... He he will fit in systems that, you know, like a Sean Payton, like a Matt Nagy, teams like that that have offensive-minded coaches mm-hmm. that will learn how to put him in a position to to succeed and have their weapons on the outside to also succeed. Or a running game, you know what I mean? you got the running game set up to play action, then you got a good defense. Teams like that, that can play on those teams. 
How do you see this fail of a contract situation this yeah. year affecting the team chemistry? Because once again, the Cowboys are loaded. That that team is set up to succeed, right? Yes. New, new coaching staff. You know what I mean? You got C.D. Lamb there. You know, you added some pieces on the defense and mm-hmm. things like that. But you also lost a lot of depth pieces on the defensive line. You you know, you're, you got offensive linemen that, you know, are hurt or they retired. Like, you got a lot of stuff going on there, too. So I strongly believe that if Dak, Dak is going to have an issue with that front office. Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, he's going to have an issue with them because we've been talking about this for months now, like probably like five or six months about well, the contract situation. The Cowboys are always going to be in headlines because it's the Cowboys. I mean, yeah, yeah but, but yeah, he's no, gonna, this, him and his agent are going to have issues with the, them. Yeah, this, sure. this situation looks yeah. bad. Um, I'm not sure it's, if it's going to affect the chemistry on the field mm-hmm. because I think that they're so loaded. And, you know, Mike McCarthy is going to also help bring out that offense a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll be able to overcome those struggles. But if they don't, that's just even more leverage for Jerry Jones not to pay Dak. And at that point, I see if they don't at least make the playoffs this year. I see that relationship ending. I, I see them parting ways. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I see them parting ways. Yeah. Miles Garrett, man, he signed a five-year, $125 million extension with the Browns. That's huge, man. Big money. Big money. That's big, big money. And he's an excellent pass rusher. He is. He's a great excellent. pass rusher. Arguably one of the best in his position. For sure. Obviously, you know, For I sure. love Aaron Donald on the D-line, of course. Defensive tackle, though. Yeah, defensive tackle. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But as far as the edge rusher, yeah, Miles Garrett is a... Uh, Miles Garrett is like that. For sure. And I think that... Young pass rusher, too. Yes, yes. And I think that... I think the Browns are going to be better this year. I think that they had huge expectations last year and obviously failed. But I think that they'll be a little better this year. I still think the Ravens win that division, but I think the Browns will be better this year. Playoff team? Possibly. I think they can get to nine, maybe ten wins. They're not not winning the division. I'm going to say they're missing the playoffs again. Ravens won the division. We we both agree there. Yeah, of course. Think they're better than the Steelers? No. Interesting. Steelers just they're better across off the defensive line. They're better. Uh, defense is better. Yeah, def- defense. Quarterback de- is better. Defense yeah. is solid. Yeah, defense is really good. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger's back. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. be better than them. Yeah. How do you feel about this Derrick Henry contract, man? Four years, fifty million dollars. I mean, if you if you're the Tennessee Titans, what other weapons do you have? <laughs> you know what I mean, like. When you talk about offense in the Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry is the first name you're going to say. He's almost the only thing. Yeah. He's the only name to me. I mean, they did secure Ryan Tannehill as well. Mm -hmm. They've secured Ryan Tannehill. Mm -hmm. They've secured Derrick Henry. But I feel like they're a little overrated. I feel like they had a really good run last year. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. Really tough, hard-nosed team. Run the ball down your throat. Defense is really good. They lost some pieces on the defense, though. So we're going to see. They're a team that's definitely at that wild card spot. I feel like they can get back in the playoffs. So you see them as a wild card spot. For sure. Okay. Tennessee's okay. tough. They're a tough team. They're a tough team. They're a second half of the season team. Yeah. They're definitely a second half yeah. of the season team. Derrick Henry tends to turn it up uh, extra gear. Mm-hmm. And he's running people over and they're beating you down. And then the play action with Tannehills is solid. But I don't see people sleeping on them no. like they did last year. I think a lot of teams, a lot of opponents of theirs slept on them. We even heard Lamar Jackson say it. He he overlooked them. You know, he was looking ahead to the Chiefs. And I think a lot of teams slept on them, and I don't think that would be the case this year. Not at all. Finally, man, Chris Jones. Kansas City locking up Chris Jones, adding to the dynasty that they're trying to build over there, man. How you feel about that? Look, That's huge. Brett Veach, everybody needs to tip their hat at that man. <laughs> you got Mahomes to sign a 10-year contract. Which is insane. To still. create flexibility in your salary cap mm-hmm. over the next 8 to 10 years. 
And then you turn around a couple days later, you sign your best defensive lineman and Chris Jones. And you only have of that four year, $85 million extension. Only 60 million of that is guaranteed. That's a steal for Chris Jones. Yeah. That's a really good contract. Oh, that's great. It's very team friendly. Great for great. It's not bad at all. I think it's great for both sides. You look at you look at people like an Aaron Donald or Fletcher Cox, those type of contracts, crazy, crazy numbers. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Almost 20 plus mil per year type deals. This is a good deal for Chris Jones. Great deal for Chris yeah. Jones. I think it's a great deal for the Chiefs. Again, I would like to commend Patrick Mahomes because I think his deal, the flexibility within it, opened up the avenue for so many key pieces in Kansas City. Yeah. Like they can re-sign a lot of their key sure. players all over their, the years. And all their out their weapons on the outside are young. Younger players yeah. except for Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. All their all their weapons on the outside are all younger players. Speedy, speedy receivers. And they already signed Tyreek Hill. So he's already under contract for yeah. the next four years. Yeah, it's he's, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's already under contract for the next couple of years. Like these players have already most of the, most of their elite players are already under contract. And then they have the young bucks coming behind them. Nicole Harmon, all those kinds of guys are are coming up and their contract's not even due yet. So do you think they're the next dynasty? I mean, I would say it's hard, it's really hard to be like a long lasting dynasty unless you're like you're the Patriots in football. Yeah. But I feel like Kansas City's infrastructure, how they structure their contracts, and then their coach, GM, owner dynamic, they they can have a really good uh a dynasty, if you will. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's like four or five years, but it's still you know what I mean? I, I consider that. I consider that okay. like a, a dynasty. Yeah. I just think as far as longevity, the only team I see competing with them right now, if we just look at right yeah. now in the long run, is the Ravens. I think the Ravens have, you know, the talent, mm-hmm. the weapons, yeah. the athleticism mm-hmm. to compete. But I can definitely see them making some noise for a long time to come. My team, the Washington former Redskins, they've lost a lot of sponsors over the Redskins name in the yeah. past couple of days. So mm-hmm. Dan Snyder, they forced his hand. He had to let go of the name. I'm not surprised, even though he said that he would never do it. Pressure got to him. I'm glad you said pressure because uh, pressure breaks pipes. Yeah. So this is this is one of the things where Daniel Snyder thought he was going to have it his way. And the sponsors came back and they forced his hand. You I, know what I mean? And it's kind of one of these things where for him being the owner, knowing how Native Americans feel mm-hmm. about that name, mm-hmm. this is an issue like for i mean I'll, I'll question the man's heart right now right i'm talking about personable things i question that man's heart because people have been talking about this for a long time and he just refused to do any of those things yep. to compensate them yeah this is not the first time this has came up this has came up several times yeah, several times yeah. in the past and i think now the key factor was money Sponsors back he out. He was losing money. Yeah, like, sponsors and, and back we're in out. a pandemic, so that, it's like you already know you're not going to have fans for football yeah. season, and you're about to pull. You're about to lose your sponsors. That's a lot of money out your pocket. Yeah, like as soon as that money started losing, yep, he was like, "All right, hit him where yeah, it hurts." Yeah, literally, hit him where you, it hurts. You get hit in the pockets. That's if you want to change the owners' opinions, you want to change some minds. Take the money away, and that's exactly what happened. The sponsors backed out. Nike took the jersey sales down. Yep. Like they got to it. Yeah. And Washington acted swiftly. So mm-hmm. I'm awaiting my team's new name. <laughs> Which I, one do you like so far? I'm not sure. I seen the Red Tails as one of the the leading names. I like Red Tails and Warriors. I'll take the Warriors. I'll, Washington Warriors doesn't sound bad. I'll be okay with that. 
Last point, man, before we jump to the, you know, the bubble trouble in the NBA, because there's a lot of yeah. funny stuff going on out yeah. there. <laughs> My man Cam. New Cam, who this? Look, Cam, Cam is uh he's very motivated right now. Do you think he's overdoing it? Yeah. I think he's doing a little too much on social media. Trick like, question. He's not he overdoing <laughs> it. He's about to turn up. I need I need Cam. Like, all right, Cam. If I see another video, like, Cam, we get it. We oh, get it. You a hater. We get it. You, you hate like, dog, you just, hate play. It. just play the game. Just how, play the game. How? We in a pandemic, man. What you want me to do? You hate it. You hate it. Just play the game, Cam. Like, do many videos, bro. You just hate play. it, man. Nah, man. We shining through your shade over here. You hate it. How do you think, because even he mentioned the Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. you know, Cam Newton dynamic. How do you think that's going to work out? Do you think there's going to be any problems there? I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, I don't think you can have a problem with Bill Belichick because no, Bill I mean, Belichick is the greatest coach of all here's time. Here's the thing. They're not going to. He, he knows how to handle him. That's what I was about to say. Like, you know, if we're talking about Bill Belichick. He, I mean, he coached, you know, Randy Moss. What are we talking about? True. You know what I mean? Like he coached yeah. Randy Moss. What yeah. are we talking about? He, he's dealt with a lot of, you know, tempers, yeah. a lot of unique personalities mm-hmm. before. He knows. Ocho Senko, yeah. like <laughs> If anybody knows how to handle it, it's Bill Belichick. And yeah. I think people are blowing the relationship that will be Cam Newton and Bill Belichick a little bit out of proportion. For sure. I don't think Bill Belichick is going to try to su- suppress Cam's emotions at all. And I don't think Cam is going to blow up on the sidelines either. Yeah. I think Cam, is, Cam really didn't even blow up on Ron Rivera. What are we talking about right now? To me, there was no reason that he should have been a free agent that long. The Panthers did him dirty. Yeah. The Panthers did him dirty. Yeah. Like, let's just call it spade a spade. They did him dirty. Very so, dirty. Yeah, they did. And so I think that Cam is really motivated. I think that these videos are for a purpose. He's yeah. letting y'all know. And I think that he really is about to turn up. And I can't wait. He's going to have a great year. I really do feel that way. I really, really can't wait. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get this bubble trouble, man. What's going on in Disney, man? I mean, can we, can we please Who's start? snitching? <laughs> Who's snitching? Nah, just, nah let's, get, let's just get straight to it. Who's snitching? Why was Jimmy Butler up at 2 a.m. dribbling a basketball on the floor? Jimmy, what are you doing? Jimmy, what are you doing? The funniest thing is, as soon as I heard the story, I was like, of course that'd be Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's Jimmy. Oh, oh, yeah like he's practicing until he gets exhausted, yeah. until he can't do it anymore. That's the same man that shows up to practice four hours early. Yeah. yeah. And he run with the bench players. Yeah. He's still giving you buckets. <laughs> and he let you know that you trashed. The bubble's funny, man. <laughs> this whole thing is hilarious. I mean, oh, uh, what's the guy from the uh, the Kings that got caught getting a pizza? He ordered pizza. <laughs> got caught. Now you got quarantine. Exactly what, what you doing, man? What you? <laughs> That's what you get. Not for a pizza, bro. Yeah, for a man. pizza, bro. If you gonna risk it all, man, not don't make it for a pizza. Come on, man. a pizza. The bubble's interesting. <laughs> it's um, funny. This whole it, thing is hilarious. It, it is, but I mean, on to some more serious stuff within mm-hmm. the NBA. Rondo. First day. Fractured. Fractured right thumb. Out six to eight weeks. How do you think that affects the Lakers, man? I mean, and I hate to say this about Rondo, but he's been hurt for the last couple of years. This is true. This this doesn't surprise me. I just feel bad that it happened now. Of all times and places right now, it happened now. It's and almost it, like, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. It's, it's almost as if, you know, we've been out of sports for three months virtually, and that's when everybody's been getting healthy. You've had all this time to get healthy, and then this is how we start. It's like, come on. It's like, this come man on, got practice and got hurt. It's like, bro, what it's are like, you doing, Rondo? Like, Drink some milk. Drink some milk. <laughs> Drink some milk. Westbrook, man. Oh, man. Well, you, it's funny. It's funny because the Rockets, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the Rockets. Yeah, it's the, Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets. The Rockets, they came out in front of that story because you remember a couple of weeks ago, yep. it was like, oh, Harden and Westbrook are mm-hmm. staying behind. They'll yeah, join not, the team later. They're yeah, not going to travel. They knew exactly what was happening they at did. that point in time. They did. Yeah. 
virus is still real, man. Yeah. Harrison Barnes got it. Mm-hmm. I found it really interesting that Michael Beasley got it. Yeah, he just signed. Like, he just signed like last week. Like, bro, you just got on the team last week and you can't even play now. <laughs> now he got a dip. Yeah. Now he got a dip. <laughs> Pay me though. Pay me though. Yo, that's that Sam Bradford yeah, right there. That's that Sam Bradford. Get the money and boogie. Yes, sir. Hey, man. I know what he's doing. He's, my my he's man smart. is shut down. Like, he, he's smart. My man just signed and got the yeah, corona. He's like, damn, got to get out of yeah. here. Hey, man. Well, my time's up here. Yeah. 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 Do you think it's inevitable that somebody within the bubble gets the coronavirus? Well, Harrison Barnes. No, Harrison Barnes got, got it. In he, was, he was yeah. in the bubble. He got yeah, in the he bubble. Was, he was in the bubble. Somebody else got it, too. Do you think that they finished the season? That this this is tough because Adam Silver did come out and say if it becomes like an issue, an issue, yep. they will shut the entire thing down. Yep. And here's the thing: like if we see a superstar get it, that's that's when it's going to get serious. Well, I mean, yeah, Russ was pretty big, but he wasn't even there yet. Yeah. He's yeah, he he's wasn't not, even there yeah, yet. He's, but somebody he's that's there already yet. there and it's a superstar, yeah. that's going to be really an issue. Like I'm talking about a top notch superstar. Yeah, like that, I'm a well known superstar. I understand, like like a LeBron, yeah. like a, like a Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah, yeah, like a Giannis. It looks like they're having a lot of fun out there. I seen Javale McGee going down a water slide with Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, random. What are you doing? <laughs> I seen Ben Simmons fishing. Random. What is Dwight Howard doing at the pool? Uh, D- <laughs> the DJ, <laughs> the DJ by with the DJ by himself. By himself. <laughs> that party looked trash. Yeah, it did. <laughs> you ain't have nobody out there with you. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, the bubble looks interesting, but I think it's starting to heat up because, I mean, we're only, what, 14 days away yeah. from the first game. Yeah. So, you think the Lakers keep that number one seed? Yeah, I don't. I can see how they lose it. Yeah, I mean, they have a five-game lead right now. Right. So, if, as long as they win three games, I don't think the Clippers can catch them. Right. I did find it interesting, though, that Doc Rivers said that Kawhi is going to be on no minutes restrictions. Well, he should be healthy now. I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. He was hurt. You know, he was what Doc Rivers was doing early in the year. Managing. Yeah, because no, Paul George was coming off the shoulder injury. So mm-hmm. he had surgery. True. So he's kind of bringing him in slowly. And then Kawhi was coming off an injury, too, that he didn't get to repair after the championship last year. So he was trying to manage them by keeping them healthy, but like taking nights off slowly. Mm-hmm. Now that they had three straight months of just rest and, you know, you know, they already had their surgeries done. They should be fully healthy now. It's like, OK, all y'all. There ain't no more minutes restrictions here. Y'all either playing. I think it's gonna be interesting. Those first few games, I think that rest is gonna be evident, man. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly out there. And what I was thinking, <laughs> even for uh someone like the Lakers, yeah, they can play all their players and kind of see different formations, mm-hmm. see what's working yeah. because they have such a big lead right now. Exactly. Same for the Bucks. Yeah. They can see, you know, what formations work, see who's in shape, see who needs more yep. playing time to get back into, you know, basketball shape, form. Yeah. Yeah, so they have some games at their disposal per yeah. se. Yeah, they can they can waste some games in those first, you know, for the play in tournament because they're already locked in their seats. They're fine. They don't need to play in technically those two teams. Yeah. But the playing teams from the get go, you better have your stuff together. Like you know, I'm talking about Phoenix. I'm talking about Portland. You know, Portland. All yeah. those. You know, shout out to Dame Dallas. for his birthday too, man. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Dame for his and birthday. And then you have the dangerous young boy team in uh, New Orleans with Zion. All those guys. You got John Moran as well. Mm-hmm. Those teams. I mean, they're going to be battling for that the eighth spot. And it's like, all right, yeah, so they, they don't have games to lose. Exactly. They don't have any games. To they spare, have to so. come in ready to go. Yeah. Who do you think is getting it? You think it's going to be Memphis that keeps it? 
for the AC, mm-hmm. I'm I'm stuck between three teams, and it's gonna be <laughs> I all of them. <laughs> no, it's like six of them battling for the same seed. But for three of them, you know, Dame in in Portland, mm-hmm. and then you got guys like Luca and Porzingis in Dallas, and then you have the Pelicans, and then you have John Moran. Those guys too. It's like all right, I don't know who's gonna be coming in with fresh legs, ready to go. But I know one thing: that young boy John Moran. Y'all keep an eye on him. Oh no, nah, he's gonna ball Man, out. Look, I'm think, telling you. <laughs> I think Portland can get in, but I just don't think there are enough games because I don't see Memphis losing enough because they have a they have a two and a half game lead if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So yeah. I think it comes down to them losing more so than you know Portland beating them because yeah. Portland has to win more games than them. Right. So if they win the same amount of games, nothing changes. Right. But all I want to know for right now is who's snitching. Hey man, if I'm Pat Bev, I'm calling. I'm calling on LeBron. Like. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, man, we are we already seen on Twitter. Yeah. Some girl said she got invited to the bubble. I saw that. I saw that. And I was like, yo. I was like, man, they wilding. I was, I was like, I wonder who did it. She going to come in through a cake? Like, <laughs> come out the cake? Nah, man. <laughs> Surprise. Yo, yo, the, the, cake, the cakes have been out of pocket lately. I don't even yeah. want to talk about the cakes. Oh, yeah, on Twitter, it was yeah. disgusting. Cakes have yeah. been out of pocket lately. Stop with them. Stop. They're like, I thought it was a whole person. Cake. Cake. I'm like, all right, enough. I saw like a chicken breast. They was cutting it. It's a cake. I'm like, all right, all I'm right. done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. Like, why you got chicken wing cake? Yeah. yeah. Stop playing. Stop playing with my food. Facts. Stop playing with my food. On to a more serious matter. Reigning MVP, Elena Deladine. The WNBA denied her request to opt out of the 2020 season due to medical reasons. This is a big, big deal. It's an issue. It really is it, an issue. It's, it's awful. It's, it's terrible that you're forcing somebody who has Lyme disease, for one, to play against their will. They're not comfortable with their health enough to play because of Corona. You know what I mean? Another thing is her doctor personally yeah. said that yep. she would be at high risk of the coronavirus and it could affect her immune system, you know, in a really bad way. Yeah. And the other thing too, is like, if she didn't play, she would have to forfeit her remaining salary. That's what's, that's what's and the worst WNBA part. players don't even get paid that much. She's coming off a championship and an MVP season. Look, what are we doing? She's one of the faces of the WNBA. Exactly, which is why they would not let her rest. I feel like it should be the opposite. It should. I feel, I feel like she, she should have that privilege. Yeah, she should exactly. have privilege. Yeah. So I don't understand why they're being so uptight on her. It's it's disrespectful to me. Yeah. It's disrespectful and it's unfortunate because she has, like you said, she has Lyme disease. She takes 64 pills a day. 64 pills per day. And she says her immune system is, you know, so inconsistent. Yeah. This could be life threatening to her. This is the WNBA saying, we don't care. You're not going to affect our bottom line. They want the money. They want the the, the TV ratings. They want all these things. This is them telling you basically like our bottom line means more than your health. And that's not okay. Yeah. And for them to, you know, give her the option of playing or not getting paid. This is yeah that that's unexcusable. Yeah, that, that's inexcusable. And I'm surprised more people have not called them out. If if I'm being honest, it's a horrible look. It's a that's a horrible look. Fresh off a championship, MVP, and this is how I'm getting treated. And it's not like this is new. She's had Lyme disease for a while. <laughs> so for you know WNBA medical personnel to say uh, she's not at high risk. Like how are you gonna tell somebody? Yeah, how can you tell somebody exactly? How can you tell somebody what? you feel that they that may may or not affect them yeah like you're gonna be okay like no i'm no. taking 64 pills a day yeah, my I'm, immune I'm, yeah. system is shot right now I'm you don't te- understand i'm telling you i, I have to do so much just to exactly. live a normal life exactly. in general exactly and i love her coming out and speaking up she said that she's planning to make a decision very soon yeah yeah 
I just hope the WNBA rethinks this. I just hope. Actually, I hope she says, I'm not playing the rest of the year. And I hope she says, okay, I don't care about your bottom line. I'm going to take care of me. You're right. Because you obviously don't care because you, you're trying to force me to play. Yeah, I definitely don't want her to play. Yeah. I definitely don't want her to play. And she knows. She yeah. knows She knows her body. She knows what she has to exactly. go through every day. And for the WNBA to tell her that she doesn't. Exactly. Kind of disrespectful. How are you going to tell yeah. me how to take care of my body? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, like, you're feeling what I feel. It's very disrespectful crazy. to me. So it's money. Money. <sighs> That's all it is. Money. <laughs> when will we get to the point where money is not more important than health when you stop getting greedy owners and organizations that that's all they care about you know how about you care about your actual product which is the players they're the ones that are getting you paid that's the thing yeah the the players are out there risking their lives i'm sure the owners won't have that same issue the players are the ones getting hurt they're the ones practicing every day they're the ones making you look good exactly that's that's all this is about when when you have organizations that are saying, OK, we're going to play. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's all about money. The NFL is doing the same thing right now. I'm glad Byron Jones said what he said on Twitter yesterday, how the NFL was trying to still they're a couple days away from training camp and they still don't know how they're going to proceed with protocol with training camp. Byron Jones tweet. He said, y'all had five months. <laughs> what have you been doing this whole time? Y'all had five months. What are you doing? All they know is football will be played. Exactly. That's that's all they know. Y'all had five months. As long, come, as, long as football will be played, they don't care. I just, I don't understand how you are this global brand. Everybody knows about the NFL, the shield, and you still do not have a plan in place after all we have seen of Corona the last four or five months. And you still have not a plan. You have training camp in a couple, in like a week. Like, what are you doing? Hey man, just you like, are risking people's <laughs> lives. These are people's lives, health we're talking yep. about, and you have zero plans for that. Just like they hit Dan Snyder's pockets with sponsors backing out, just start hitting the owners' pockets. Yep. Somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna budge. Yeah, somebody's gonna budge. I just hope that they there is a some protocol in place because it's not going anywhere. No, coronavirus is here. This is the new norm for a yeah, while. Yeah, this yeah this is gonna be the new normal for a long time. Yeah. there's no vaccine in sight right now. Zero. So. They need to get with it, man. College football. I, every week that we come here, we see if it's going to happen. We, we talk and see if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I am now at 20% that it will happen. I'm still well, at 4%. <laughs> four. Four. <laughs> Most of the conferences said that they are not playing out-of-conference games mm-hmm. now. That means half of the smaller conferences can't play at all. Exactly. Some schools have already came out and said that they are doing all online. Mm-hmm. Therefore, their programs are not even participating in yep. football. Mm-hmm. this year actually majority of their fall sports aren't playing yeah so yeah i did see the nfl came out with a new helmet um with the shield congrats that, yeah <laughs> congrats and i also found it funny that no jersey swaps still hilarious to me it's a jersey it's so, a jersey so we can play and tackle each other for 60 minutes but you can't a 10 second jersey swap you telling me i can't grab this brother jersey it's like all right man all right, en- enough. Enough. What What are we really? This doing man here? just tackled me. What are we talking about? Yeah, man. NFL has a lot to get through before the season can come back. We see that you know, yeah, teams are saying that no fans will be allowed. Mm-hmm. I, a few more teams that came out, I'm sure, will come out and say that you know fans won't be able to be in attendance at yep. least for the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. I see that the Panthers said that they're only going to allow around 25 percent fans mm-hmm. for their games as of now. But that could change because Carolina is indeed a hot spot right now. So here's the thing with all these sports happening with no fans. There's going to be a salary cap dip next year. 
Expect oh, that. Big, yeah, big. From all sports, there's going to be a salary cap dip next year. NFL, NBA, oh yeah, WNBA, they, all those. They MLB. gotta make they gotta make up for it. They, exactly. They got they gotta make up for it. Best believe they're gonna try to make up for it. If there's one thing we know about the owners, they are gonna get their money some way, for somehow. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, man, I think that wraps it up, man. Want to thank everyone for listening again. Shout out to all the essential workers. Yep. Shout out to all those on the front lines. All those still pushing for change. Please, please, please wear your mask, be safe, and social distance. Do what you need to do to stay inside if you can, Mm -hmm. and just be smart, man. I see people out trying to party, people just being rebels for no reason. It's not, it's really not that, you know, a lot going on. Nothing's really open, so why are you outside going crazy? Like, let's just do our part so that we can flatten the curve. Just be smart, be healthy, you know what I mean? Just... Listen to what the people are saying. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Stay, you know, six feet away from people, what have you. Don't have a whole lot of people gather, 50 and 60 people gather in one area. Just be smart about it. You know what I mean? Uh, The other thing is, guys, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. We're on all those platforms. Share, like, reply, all those types of things. Do us some justice and give us those likes, those shout outs. Five star ratings. Yes, and five star ratings. Until next week, man, I'm out. I'm out. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, mops with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red I fly south to Cali, holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy. addy.